The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Armand Sarukian will remember this night as when he broke into the top five. I knew like I could, I can knock him out and I did it. Armand! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Little change of plans today. Uh, by the way, we 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 yapped about how good this fight card looked, and it's one of the best fight nights ever. Uh, an extremely exciting uh, prelims, the the main card, everything was great, and we were supposed to have Cody Brundage on today, uh, but there was a death in his family, I think, last week. Uh, so I, I imagine he's uh, tending to that, uh, even though he had an incredible win over uh, Reese. Uh, so we have the, our, the main event winner, Armin Sarukian, will be um, back with us today. Matt, we were just talking about does Sarukian, uh, we're talking with our producer, fight uh, Gamrod again, or do they make another fight for him? Well, I mean, we could ask him. What do you think? Well, I think we should ask him also, only because – no, but I, I feel that we just seen it not too right. long ago, right? Agreed, it feels like yeah. it yeah. So I don't mind them fighting other people, honestly. But a year ago, yeah. You know, it's one of those we gotta find out who who's wait, what's the rankings now? What I'm is looking he- right now. He's number he was number eight and um uh a whole lot and, and I think Gamrot's number six, but I imagine he might be jumping up after beating Benil like that. I, I imagine he's gonna jump up. Uh yeah, he was eight. I imagine he's he gonna be four. number six. I, I think he goes to six behind uh where do they move him to four? Um, Benil was, was four, yeah. But there's Poirier, there's Gaethje. Like, there's some really exciting fights that have not uh, included Armand Sarukian yet. So I think there's way more interesting possibilities for him. Me too, me too. I'd like to see them fight other guys, honestly. That, but that's me, just as a fan, you know. Um, yeah. Hey, listen, you can't say enough about him. You have to feel for Benil. Sure. Um. You don't like this. It, it's it's so this game's so unforgiving because you could be so dominant for so long, and next thing you know, you're getting two two bad stoppage. I mean, two brutal stoppages yeah. where, you know, each one could be a a career shortener. Anytime your lights go out, it's not a it's not good. No, you know what I know. I mean? So, I really feel for Benio, but you know, I mean, this is the game we play, and you have to be happy for uh, for um, Armin. Armin, yeah, and, and look, Benio. Uh... Benil knew uh, what he was uh, what he was in for fighting uh, yeah. Sarukian, and you know it, it is hard to watch because Benil is such a nice guy, and everybody likes this guy. Um, but top to bottom, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I know I want to talk about the card, but it yeah. shows you like how MMA math doesn't really, um, you know, it doesn't add up because we're talking just now about how Gamrot has a win over Armin yeah. and. Uh, you know, Benil, yep. most, you know, a couple of fights ago has a win over Gamera. So it, it is crazy, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, congratulate. We'll, we'll tell him congratulations. He should be on in about 10 minutes. Uh, but a tough loss, loss for Benil. Great. Yeah, it, was, it is. And uh, 
I want I want to say something that out of a night that was this is this, how about this? And maybe it's the jujitsu guy in me. Maybe it's the way to see a guy how he handles his first loss of his career. But I didn't agree with the crowd on this because at a night that had a lot of explosive endings and one of the Incredible. things I was most impressed with out of um everybody that competed that night. The, can I guess? The, can I guess? <laughs> you know what's going to happen here. Good. I'm going to guess. Misha right. Tate? No, close though. Oh. I really enjoyed Misha Tate. I, listen, you yeah. can make a case for that. That was, yeah. I was impressed with Sean Brady. I thought oh, yeah. The, the performance that Sean Brady put on was, and the, listen, the, they didn't, it, it, it reminded me of almost a couple of things. One, which was kind of odd and almost like a passing of the guard, not literally, but like not in jujitsu terms, sure. but like remember when Kelvin Gasolin had a very good night with Tim Kennedy and what he did to Tim Kennedy was basically what Sean Brady just did to him in a where yeah. he just totally controlled him. And Tim and Tim Kennedy's a very talented fighter where he just it maybe it's a little bit different. I think I think Tim kind of just looked like he wasn't like he was a little depleted. I don't know what was going on, but my the case is that that's exactly what happened here. And this younger um is he he's a lot is he younger? I don't know. I feel like Kelvin's I'm like, pretty sure Kelvin's 32 though. I, I think I said that we told Kelvin age. last week. Sorry, they're on the same. Kelvin's just been fighting forever. They're 32 and 31, Sean Brady. But it just Sean Brady did that to him. In other words, he just totally controlled him. But he did it so you don't want to say effortlessly, effortlessly, but I'm saying technically he was just so sound. Yeah. And then at the time when he when it was time to finish, he put on that Kimura. And it was just so it was just it was just beautiful, man. The whole thing was just a a great display of his skill set. And let's keep in mind, and by the way, he's gonna be on the next show. I made sure of that. I put Sean? that on. Yeah, yeah, I hit up the deal. I hit up the guys. I go, look, getting him on, and he was gonna. Uh, they were trying to get him on this one. I go, look, don't worry, we can do it Wednesday if he's available. And we do. We got him Wednesday, so we're gonna talk to Sean Brady because I was really impressed, man. I mean, yeah. who do that to uh, Kelvin Gaslin? I mean, who does who does that to him? I mean, yeah, I was I know. Really wild, you know, and uh, and that's coming off his first loss ever. So, you know, right. I want to hear like you know people. They stopped talking about Sean Brady. I mean, they were on a bandwagon there, and then he has a, a tough night with Bilal. Props sure. to Bilal, Muhammad, great fighter. And everybody stopped talking about him. All of a sudden, he's not that guy anymore. But he, he's shown he is that guy. He called out Ian Gary. That's fucking exciting. I like it. I like that it. it was like an, he has a a very strong – I'm not going to say – I don't want to say just old-school jiu-jitsu because it sounds like – but there's nothing fancy there, and I mean that in the – in the yeah, it's basic. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, best way possible. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's gonna take you down, control you, control you, pass your guard, take your back, go back to mount, just control you, wear you down, grind you down, and take a limb. I fucking love it. That's it. That's my rant. And we should talk too, Matt. Wow. Um, there was obviously some uh, uh, some controversy. I'm uh, you know, uh, uh, Kerry Hatley, the ref. I mean. A really, I mean, Bispin called it disgraceful. Uh, Cormier talked about it. They, there was t tweets from Dustin Poirier, Brandon Royval, uh, Gilbert Burns, McKinney. That horrible stoppage in the Bobby Green fight. Um, oh, terrible. I mean, uh, and, and Jalen Turner like showed you because Bobby, you know, he fights with his hands down and he's just so difficult. But he, he was doing a great job throwing kicks, and he just had enough distance where uh he was able to catch bobby and uh just a terrible terrible uh stoppage yeah listen one shot too many is brutal so when there's several and yes yeah, like, the guy's already out it's you know you know that could be just short that's like robbing him of his future that could, that's shortening his possibly his life and his career it's really brutal yeah. it's, it's listen we know what we signed up for but that ref is there to sometimes just save you from yourself if you're being stubborn or if you're incoherent. I don't, he wasn't, you don't want to be that guy to, the guy to get punched once and they stop and he jumps right up. I understand that. But how could everybody tell? I mean, he's the closest guy to him. That did, 
he didn't look that was his head was getting bo- like a bobblehead that was terrible yeah it was a terrible stoppage and according to dana like he knows he fucked up that's, like the, that's, the that's ref- i feel bad for him and, and you know the ref because you know listen he, he doesn't want to be that you know there's a lot of guys getting shit for breaking it up too soon so it, it's one of those but you know you really got to protect those guys and you know he's got a tough job i feel for him i feel for everybody involved and uh you know, Bobby Green, he seems like he's all right. Hopefully he wasn't too concussed, you know? Yeah. And with Jalen Turner, though, coming up on very short notice uh, to have to deal with Bobby Green, especially if, you, if you've if you been, like, kind of criticized before with, like, well, will his cardio last? And Bobby Green, who's just a fucking gift to chase around the ring on a bike, uh, the, the fact that he did that fast was really, uh, I guess, what he was aiming for. And, by the way, congratulations. Davidson Figueredo looked great at bantamweight. He yeah, looked sure. really, really good at bantamweight. You can see that weight cut was obviously hurting him. Um, you know, it affects different guys different ways, right? Like Gastelum went down, back down to 170, had a hard time. Do you think that had anything to do with it or no? Well, I, but, 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 but with sorry, Kelvin, yeah. I'm saying, do you think, I'm, I'm talking about Kelvin and, and, and oh. Davidson Vigoredo. Do you think Kelvin's going back down had anything to do with, uh, with what happened? I'm going to say, I, he didn't look really tired. He got out fought, man. He just got out con- jujitsu. He got out controlled, out even out wrestled. Like, yeah, like you got to think about it. How many guys had that game plan with him? A lot of guys are striking him. A lot of times he's using that to take them down. I don't know, like Robert Whitaker and yeah, got some some scrambles. But I'm trying to think of the last time somebody. Let me look at. Let me look at his. Uh, let me look at his. Um, Last few fights, ba, 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 Kelvin Gensel and ja- Jared oh, Cannonier. Yeah. yeah, like Whitaker. Maybe Ian. No, I don't think any. Maybe Hermanson, and he lost to Hermanson, and I think he lost by submission. So, you know, a lot. But you know, a lot of guys first round sub with, with that. So yeah, man. You know, he's a high level black belt. People got to realize. I'm talking about uh, Sean now. Right, Sean, right, right. He had a jujitsu match with Craig Jones. Craig Jones, first of all, he's a funny guy. I like Craig yeah. Jones. Yeah, he's so got we a very funny today. What's that? We were just talking about him. The guy oh. I roll with, uh, Martin, just was mentioning how funny he was today. He's a nice guy. He's got that Australian, like that, like sarcastic, like yeah, cheek humor. He's funny, but uh, he's very talented. So you know, listen, I don't know. I don't know if there was rules of no heel hooks, but there was leg locks. I'm not sure. But they had a grappling match. And even though it might not have been the most exciting, he shut him down. He didn't get, you know, he didn't get submitted. He won the match. He played on top. He's Sean a Sean won. Sean won. Yeah, he didn't submit him. He didn't, I don't. Th- I'm not sure about positional. I don't. I, I don't. I just remember it was a lot of him on top. He might have passed the guard. I, I don't remember it, but I do remember he got the W. And that alone, because you know Craig Jones just yeah. you know he just craps on people. <laughs> you know he's just that good. So, you know, Sean is a high, high level black belt. And, you know, I want to talk, we're going to talk to Sean in a, in a couple of the next episode. And, uh, you know, I want to ask him, man, do you reinvent the wheel or do you, um, you know, chalk up that fight with Bilal? Maybe something was off that night. Sure. Because he was undefeated before that. This just showed Bilal's funny. Bilal put out a, a text, something like, um, um, Bilal texted something like uh message, not me, um, what is it? Tweeted something. Yeah. Wait a minute. I thought Sean Brady sucked or something like that. So I don't, <laughs> in other words, he beat his, he beat him up. So I don't know. He, I mean, listen, if this is the deal, if Bilal Muhammad did to Sean Brady, if I remember correctly, that was a, a, a knockout, right? Like you heard. It was, I think second round or let me see. Uh, let me check. Bah, bah, bah. It second was round. second round. Yeah. Second round TKO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I could have just Jimmy instead of being making bird noises, I could have just said your background's messed up. I like when my background's messed up; it makes it look like I'm in. in, in, in uh, I couldn't. All think in of the universe. Funny. Yeah, nothing you. funny there. Like nope. you remember, I had nothing. We're tearing down the fourth wall. Nothing. Trying. I had nothing. Jimmy, I taught all morning. What were we talking about before that? We were talking about Sean Brady, but I wanted to give uh, props to uh, one of the best fights of the night. Okay. I, it might it might have been the overall fight I enjoyed the most. 
uh, Joachim Silva against Clay Guida. I mean, oh. Clay Guida never is in a boring fight. Uh, he's just so much fun to watch move, and what a fucking nightmare it must be. And congratulations to Silva for having a good third round against him because I thought he was he was cooked. Yep. I'm giving a double thumbs up. What does that mean? It means that you love what I just said. Yes. Armin is in. Why are you looking at me strange? When you do it, I notice somebody in the waiting room. When I do I, it, you look at me like I'm an asshole. No, no, you no. Because I didn't. No, no. I, I'll tell you why. I didn't know that he was in the waiting room, so I just thought you were happy to talk to me. No. This is what you do to me when you want me to get, I get your point out and we have people waiting and okay. I get, oh, hurry up. When I do it to you, like, what is he doing? What is he just is that a happy, happy guy? Let's bring in Armin Sarukian. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Jimmy, Jimmy. Yep. Congratulations. Wait, does he hear us? Yes. You got us? I hope so. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm here. Unbelievable. Oh, that was a that was wild, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, cl- I'm sorry. You must be on cloud nine right now. What is going on in your homeland? Are people reaching out to you or is it just is it overwhelming? I'm still in Miami, so I'm living soon, and let's see. So, but people very excited to see me, you know. And uh, soon I'm gonna see my people in Russia, in Armenia. So everybody is uh, like waiting for me. And you didn't take uh, any real damage, I don't think. Uh, you could probably be ready to fight again relatively soon if you needed to. Yeah, sure. I already train today so i rode i rode bike <laughs> and uh this is m- maybe the fastest like very quick fight and uh i didn't get damage and uh, i can start to train i just need like you know uh uh not just body recovery i need just for my you know brain for my like just not to go to train just do something else you know um, yeah, do you have to do that just to kind of clear your mind a little bit after a fight? Do something else just to kind of reset? Yeah. Yeah, just reset maybe one week, you know, go out, like eat whatever I want, do whatever I want, just go out to the beach, you know, ride bike and like play tennis and uh, don't, don't think about training. So, and then when, when I want, uh, so when I get a fight, when I go to train, I want to like feel that. Like, I want to be hungry, you know, I want to train. So that's why it's not good, like, train whole, whole, uh, whole year. Did you have any cheat meals afterwards? Did you celebrate with any kind of dessert? Or are you a foodie? Do you like the food? Did you have anything special? Oh! What is that? That's a nice sandwich. What is that? It's uh, American-style breakfast. Jimmy, that looks good, no? Salmon, eggs. Jimmy's a foodie. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, Jimmy, I, yeah, I'm so, getting fat. <laughs> you're not Jimmy. Yeah, well, you deserve it, buddy. Arm, what do you, is there anybody you have your eye on? Like, do you, I, I know the rankings don't mean everything, but I know they do matter. And are you going to get? Uh, do you know where you're going to wind up in the numbers? Are they switching? Are you going to get Benil's old number four, or where are they moving you to? Do you know? They must give me number three. So 
I think like I, I gotta be number three and like not number four because that performance showed like I gotta be under like Gigi, you know? Okay, and you're also they were you know we you've heard talk about people. Well, will he have a rematch with with Gamrat? But I I, I think you're looking at somebody else. Um, what what's your goal, and, yeah. and who do you like to be matched up with next? Uh, I want a gold. I want to fight for the title. If they don't don't if uh, they won't give me title, so I can fight with Charles Oliveira. If he thinks he's on lane, let's let's figure out. Who, who is who is better and who deserves to fight for the title? And like, I know I'll beat uh, Charles. I'll beat um, uh, Gagey. So we can figure out who is number one contender if they want. If not, just they gotta let me fight for the title. What about Gamrot? Now you guys had a battle once. It was competitive. What about you? No, no, Gamrot. It's a past, and uh, it was. Uh, it was my fight. I won this that fight, so I, I don't think about him. And he lost. He lost uh, to uh, Benio. So, but I knocked him out in the first first minute. So, and uh, it showed like different level. And uh, definitely, he doesn't want to fight me again, too. Were you surprised? Like, I mean, could we have Benio on last week? And he's obviously a very tough fighter. Uh, and he's so dangerous everywhere. Uh, were you surprised that you were able to finish that quickly, or how did you think the fight was going to go? I was expecting the same. I knew, like, I'm going to knock him out. So I just believe myself and, like, go there. I, I knew, like, I'm the best and, like, trust myself. And, like, when I, when he falls, I said, yeah. So I read it. And I told everybody that. I gotta go there, I gotta knock him out, and I gotta uh, call out Islam Akash. Now, does Islam have a fight lined up, uh, or is there nobody for him right now? And uh, has there been any talk of either uh, uh, Poirier or Gaethje? How Poirier can fight for the title? He lost last fight. No, 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 I mean with you. Oh, Oh, you mean, uh, for me... For me, uh, if if not that the title fight, I'm gonna fight with uh, everybody from top two, top three, top one. No one from the all my career I fought with someone who was like top fifteen, on ranking, yeah, top ten, but no one from top five, so top top one or top two. This well, is what... my time now. Yeah. I agree. And that's why I mentioned Poya because he's number three. So I said maybe one of those guys. But you you want a shot. If not the title, you want a almost like a, a challenger elimination fight, like one more fight with someone to get to the title. Yeah, I don't want to fight Poya because he lost last fight. And uh, so I want to I wanna fight with Gagey better than Poria because if I beat Poria and say, oh, he lost like Gagey, you know, I don't want to fight Poria. I want to fight Charles Oliveira or Gagey. So, well, either one, that either might one. make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. One. Doesn't matter. So either I can find like in March, February, April. Doesn't matter. I'm Jimmy, ready. Jimmy, either one, the fans win with either one of those matchups. Yeah, I mean, I know I, you want all. The, I know you want to fight uh, Makachev, but I, as as a fan too, I would also love to see you and Gaethje. Uh, I mean, that's an extremely oh, yeah. exciting fight. Um, and, and does Gaethje have a fight lined up or no? He has nothing, I don't think. No, no but n- nobody has a fight in our division right now. Nobody booked. So that's why I think like in a couple of weeks, they, they're going to figure out about like you sit 300. And uh, this is kind of like dream to fight in UFC 300. Because when I was young, it was like UFC 200 and... Uh, Musashi, he was fighting there, and like I was so excited when I was watching, and like I just had like a couple of fights in UFC or in uh, my whole career, and like I was watching his fight, and I said, "Oh my God, he's fighting in UFC in the in that card." So that card was awesome. So like John Jones was there, like Misha Tate versus Amanda Nunes, like a lot, a lot of good fighters. So I think uh, I want to fight 
UFC 300 and uh, make last fight UFC 400, and that's it. I was going to ask about your longevity. You want uh, you look at Misha Tate. Misha Tate looked phenomenal the other night on your call. Yep. You know, yep. and you're saying you were watching her when you were younger, and you also said when you fought Islam, I, I'm not sure if it was short notice or not. I forget, but when you fought, it Islam, was short notice. It was. And, and also, yeah. you, like you said, I'm sorry, right now you are, how old are you now, buddy? 26. 27. 27. 27. 27. How old were you when you fought him, you said? 20. I mean, that's 20. five years ago. Two. Hey, man, there's a lot five of. years ago. There's and, a lot of growing up in oh that. Oh, my God. Fight. I As like, fighter, I'm like different, dif- different type of fighter. Now I'm a different that type of fighter, strength. so. And it was a decision sure, win too. Just, w- w- a decision. I need a one. I need a one good shot. And that's <laughs> it. And does that make you feel and like fifty k here? Yes, man. No, knowing you fought him to a decision and that you can go the distance with him, where a lot of guys have had a hard time doing that, you must feel very confident in a rematch, knowing that you went the distance the first time. So he's just, you know, people have this uh, this way of looking at him, and you you've dealt with him before, and you know you can go five rounds if you have to. You know, so just, I feel like just me can beat him. Nobody can beat him in our division. So just with me, fight makes sense. And the uh, rematch was pretty close too. And but, but like, it was short notice and like I was super young. Now just going to be super, super different fight. And like, and uh, I'm going to have a lot of time for my training camp for like, for my weight cut. And like, I know... I can beat this guy. Yeah, now that you're... if it was uh, like I can fight five rounds, ten rounds doesn't matter. So, when do you leave Miami? I'm leaving Thursday. Oh, okay. Now, are you staying there? Just are you familiar with Miami, or is this your first time and you just kind of wanted to do something while you're there? No, I come over here like. Once a year, two times a year. So now I train in the American top team. So uh, last two camps I I was here and oh, okay. uh, I haven't been I haven't been rushing like I haven't been home like about eight or nine nine months. So I gotta go there like spend uh, spend time with my family, celebrate a happy new year, and then come back and like get ready. Is, is that the longest you bid away? Yeah, this is first time. Uh, first time in my life, I was like Man. out of H- homesick. Um, you got to be looking forward to going home, a freaking victor. Yeah, I got two. I got two victories this year. I got money, and like I'm ready to go home. And uh, like I'm ready to get energy for next year. Next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring. Gold to Armenia and Russia. This is, is it, my dream. This is, is my goal. Isn't and it I, nice? You have the holiday uh, coming up. And oh, I, sorry. I can achieve my goal. Yes. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. We're on a little bit of a delay. I apologize. Um, it's good, nice. No it's nice that you have the holiday too. Isn't it nice to be done with your fight and you know you don't have a whole lot of healing to do and you can just relax and enjoy the next month. Yeah, of course. Like during the camp, you get some like injured you gotta like take care of your body a little bit i gotta take care of my body a little bit uh and then like enjoy time of course if i lost i maybe i i couldn't go home and stay here and train you know like how can i lose and go home so it was uh like like a challenge for me you know it was like plan to make plan this year and i did what uh, what i like was planning on this year like like got money, got victories, and go home, and uh, got green card also. Oh, you you, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Congratulations! Now you get the only way to top Thank this you. year. The only way to top this year is just to go next year. You get the belt, and then you're just you're leveling up every yeah. year. Yeah. Just, yeah, just. Next year, just one, one, one uh, goal to get the gold, and that's it. Ah, very good. 
Yeah, Armin, uh, congratulations, sir. A great fight. Thank you for coming on with us last minute. Um, and uh, just a great, great fight. Uh, and you really, really made a statement. So uh, I can't Thank wait to you. see who they Thank match you with next. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And the med. Yes. And uh, call Dana and say, give Armand title fight, please. Oh, me? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, hey, Jimmy, remind me to call Dana later. I'm, I will. I'm I'll, gonna, put in, I'll put in a good word. I'm going to give you a couple percent of my money. Uh, hey, hey, man. All right. I'm with you on that now. You won me over. All right, Ormond. Good job, brother. Good talking Thank to you. Thank you so much, guys. Care, All right. Congratulations, bye man. Bye, guys. Be good. Thank Take you. Care, bye, bye, guys. Jimmy. Um, yeah, he, uh, when he when he said Matt, I thought he was gonna be like, I really in, I know taking out Frank Trigg, and I was gonna go, stop Armin, stop. <laughs> and he but he didn't say that. That's uh, all right. Jimmy. Uh oh, we got Jack Osborne on soon. I Where's also, it? yeah, by the way, uh him against Justin Gaethje, I really wow. want that fight. I want that fight badly. Yeah, man. I gotta hit Dana up though. I haven't spoken to Dana in a couple of minutes. Busy. You know? I'm yeah, busy. I'm busy hanging out with you. He's I'm also doing the slap the slap fighting, so Yeah, dude. Wanna practice that? Me and you? Maybe you're a slap uh, fighter. On each other's heinies. I go How's your routine going? How's your routine going, Jimmy? Do you have new material? Do you have a new hour? You do a new hour at Fat Black Pussycat every Wednesday? Yes, I'm not. I'm not a new hour every Wednesday. I mean, I'm working on it, but I'm not. I'm not doing it this Wednesday. Is it an hour I'm, every time? An hour? I'm get yeah, and I'm getting a colonoscopy and on on uh, Thursday. Just you know, because I'm 55, so I have to do a prep day on Wednesday, which means you're shitting your brains out. Uh, so that's what I'll be doing on Wednesday. Hey, yeah, we should talk too, Matt. We didn't. Uh, we touched briefly on it with Brundage and uh, Reese, I think, who had made his re- yeah Zachary Reese who made his uh, UFC debut, uh, and then Joe Selecki uh, losing to Drekhar close. I mean, incredible that there was two fights in a row. If they were just on the same card and yeah. they had that, it would have been amazing. The fact that I'd they were both th- those slams to the head <laughs> from being uh, one was the arm bar and one was from a triangle, I think, yeah. right. Now, Jimmy, do you know how you take that away? Take what away? The slam. I'm going to guess grabbing the leg. It's good, Jimmy, because that's true. Yeah. The way Aljo did, right? Aljo grabbed somebody's leg. when when Grab the leg. That way there's no height. Yeah. What's killing you with that is the height. They get you up in the air. You let your legs go. You have to cut your losses. You could hold on to it and hope you get it, but there's a chance you're getting slammed right on your head. Yeah. So whenever there's height with that, uh, back in the day, Rampage Jackson did that with uh, Ricardo Arona in Pride. Yeah. One of the most infamous power bombs. Most likely, he hit him with his head too. It's, it's kind of illegal, but uh, but he slammed him. I mean, bad. So you don't want that, man. You don't want any height on that. So, so what is the thing to do, Matt? Let go and just realize you lost the position. Well, if there's height on it, yes, you got to abandon ship. I believe. Yeah, and just protect um, yourself. Yes, otherwise, maybe most likely you're you're hurt bad. If not. You can still end the fight, though. So it's, yeah. it's really a good call. I've seen fights, and look at the way Matt Hughes got the title back from Carlos Newton. Who had the title? Yeah, who I got the title from Carlos Newton, actually. Uh, they fought a few times, or at least a couple times. But this, the first time they fought, uh, Carlos Newton had him in a triangle and was holding around the, the octagon. I don't know if you were allowed to back then. But anyway, he went to finish it, and he did. Matt Hughes passed out. When he passed out, he fell down and slammed at the same time. So he like passed out in the triangle. The slam knocked out Hugh Newton. So Matt Hughes came to first. He's like, I won. It was fucking. Uh, so, you know, there's a little. It's a little controversial, but uh. And he, Matt, didn't Clay? Didn't he bounce somebody out of something? Like for was it a guillotine oh, or a choke? Guida did that too. Yes, it was a guillotine choke with the arm. Yeah. He kept and uh, that happened a couple of times. It happened with Brundage also. No. Well, Brunge, no, did Brunge do that? And he, then he, is that when he landed on the head? I don't know. I mean, uh, listen, guys were jerking out, of, jerking out of things all day long. Um, 
But that slam on the head to take that away, you grab under the leg. It takes away the, the base. It takes away the height. Yeah. And then you go back to breaking the arm once they they can't just keep lifting you. They're going to have to stop. And once they do, you go back to breaking the arm. Or if they put the weight back down on you, you use your arm on the leg to bring your head between his legs, which brings your butt towards his leg. And that offsets his balance. And you redirect his energy. And you end up on top with the arm lock. Right. Is there, now I look into the, to the camera like in Spaceballs. Does everybody got that? Now, I'm can sorry. I can I tell you something you you've talked a lot about? Oh, don't, look heard, right over, don't look right over my Rick Moranis impersonation. Oh, I didn't I didn't uh, recognize it. I've seen Spaceballs, but it's been a long time. Okay, uh, go ahead, Jimmy. I was and, and I've heard every fighter say it, but I was training with uh, I was just I was doing Muay Thai, and no. Jamie Crowder was showing me certain takedowns and and, and just kind of walking me, drilling me on on. Head position and how to, you know, what do they call running the pipe, like all that stuff, yeah. and it's fucking exhausting uh, well, you, taking a ball, person down. Stop holding your breath when you're doing it. I I might be holding my breath a little bit, but the idea. And of by the way, Jamie Crowder, aka Jamie English. English, yes. I want people to know that they, you know, from back in the day, we have guys listening to us. We have seven hundred plus episodes. I know, and he's been on. But, dude, it's very tired. I see why people say it. And I don't know what about it is so exhausting, but just taking somebody down who was letting me take him down. He was being very easy with me. And I, I just I can't imagine grinding up against a cage and dragging somebody down. It's way more tiring than it looks. And I don't know why, but it's, just, it's fucking exhausting. It's, it's, it's exhausting, the up and down. Sometimes you look, you look at boxers that even push down. Watch how, stand, how, they, how fast they stand up, you know? Uh it's not that it's not because they're it's just exhausting it's fucking exhausting when i um you know one of my, i got a, a fight i was getting ready for i talked about it before i tore my knee I, so i was doing a lot of stand-up and i wasn't doing the feet the floor i mean i learned that mistake it's a different wind when you're doing the up and down it's a different wind than just a straight up striking so yeah you know it's something else yeah it's but i, I but I, I had heard it so many times from people and just experiencing it, even with a guy who's allowing me, I mean, he's not really trying to stop my takedown. So um, it, it's just very fucking tiring. And, and I was just like doing uh, single legs. I wasn't even like picking anybody up. And I certainly wasn't double leg. I fucking smashed my head into his elbow. Those were a little uncomfortable. I think I didn't go low enough, but it was unpleasant. I can't wait to start working together. Oh, by the way, my daughter, my daughter's, Jumped into that. My youngest went in also. My 10-year-old is so cute. And uh, my oldest, Angelina, they competed over the weekend. And, uh, at the How'd they do? We went to Trenton. Uh, Angie destroyed. Nice. Angie was awesome. Was she your oldest? She's my oldest. Yeah, you've yeah. seen, you seen that? I, I saw your, uh, yeah. You know, taking the girl down, you know. And uh, she got one modified clock choke. And she got one uh, triangle. Mm -hmm. It was great. You know, the girl was game. She was going with girl had some experience and uh, it was good. I, I was uh, very, very happy with it. My youngest lost. She got caught in an arm lock and a Kimura. And I was so proud that she went in there and she was yeah. like the smallest in the division. She looks, she sees and she, and she, you know, this is the first time competing in anything. So she's out there and she's like, dad, she looks 12. Cause the girl's a big girl, a tall girl. So I go, Sophie, go out there and just do your best, all right? Let's look to put her down. So the girl pulled guard. I see my kid stand up. She's splitting the guard. You know, she ended up getting caught, but it was she was very game, and it just made me so happy. So it was a we had a great day, and uh, my wife was gonna compete, but uh, they didn't have anybody in the masters division. And then the regular we got done by like twelve thirty, and then the adult division was like at four p.m. We're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let's get out of here. It's in Trenton, you know. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy, a fun night, fun day for the Sarahs. I just left the school now. I had my wife sparring. And uh, I taught the morning, taught the noon. I was on the mats all day, Jimmy. I'm so happy. Um, and afterwards, Jimmy, and I do deserve it. I have deep dish pizza waiting for me. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I would say you deserve it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the abs, Matt, it's not going to hurt the abs. I mean, that's a very unpleasant view. But I, I, uh, you should just take the shirt off. I hope Jack comes in now and just wonders what's he doing. I haven't yeah. done this in a while. I haven't done it. Oh, wait, hold on. I'll do I it. know, despite my requests. Yeah. yeah. I know. 
You keep saying that. Did you get stung? I go, no, Jimmy, I didn't get stung. Did you get stung? I see your shoulder. Listen, Jimmy. Yes. Yep. I would do it, but (laughs) good. Let's bring Jack in immediately. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, bring Jack right in so we can see Matt putting his fucking shirt on. I have a different shirt on now. (laughs) Did I just have a What shirt did I just have on? I don't know. Did I have this shirt on the whole time? (laughs) Um, I don't know what shirt you had on. Did I or did I not have this shirt on, guys? I'm getting freaked out. I I don't know. Where did this shirt on? What am I on? I'm a fucking magician. Yo, Maybe it was hey, inside out. Was it inside out? Shirt on. I did not have the Hendel Gracie shirt on, but I love that I did. Wait, was it inside out? No, but I don't know where my shirt went. Well, Matt, it's, you're wearing it. Anyway. Was Hen- it backwards? No. Hen- no. Hendel Gracie lineage, motherfuckers. Let's go, Jimmy. Yeah. Espresso's kicking in. Let's oh, get Jack Osborne on here. Yeah, Jack, bring Jack. He was coming I, in, I but then something happened. Heard- I heard he sings. Maybe we could do a little fucking duet or something. I did not know Jack sang. He doesn't sing? I don't, not that I know of. His dad certainly does, but I don't know if he does. My bad. Um, he was just here, what? and he, he does train jujitsu in Muay Thai. I don't know how often he's doing it, but. Uh, Who did that? Jack. He just did that? No, no, he was training. I don't know if he was doing it, why he was oh. doing it for, for his health. I knew he went to a, a Muay Thai camp. Um, yeah, really? Let's talk, yeah. We talk about that, I believe. Let's talk about that again. Here's how addicting jujitsu is. Zuckerberg is in the top 10 richest people in the world, and he fucking tore his ACL training. I mean, you, you don't need to train jujitsu when you're Mark Zuckerberg because you have guys with, with fucking AR-15s looking after you. But he, just, he loves it that much. Um, I like he just, Go ahead. I know I'm with you, but you, it's about what you're talking about. When sure. people, this guy has so much money, but yet he skis i don't know what the fuck what are you supposed to do like yeah. you, 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 i mean this you gotta have fun jujitsu don't you think you have a lot of you have enough money you're comfortable why are you doing jujitsu instead of pickleball because i don't want to get beaten up i want to defend you're myself beaten up in pickleball that's what i'm saying that's why i learned trying to learn jujitsu it's so fucking tiring though i mean it really is dude it is like it's like nothing i've ever done before it's it's and then this fucking guy Every time I stop, I need to rest. He like uh, he just fucking jumps on me. Uh, Michael just I tell can... him jump on him. Don't let him breathe. Jump on like to keep me moving. Yeah. Wow, I like that. That's realistic. Yeah, I, I don't care for it at all. Yeah, because he's like in a fight. The other guy's not stopping. So Jake is uh, Jack is not waiting. Right? Like we're gonna bring him in. Is it, they get disconnected? Because I saw Jack's or somebody's name pop in. And then he disappeared. I'm just making sure Jake knows that we're not. uh, He's coming in now on his own Zoom. Oh, okay. I just didn't want to think we were making him wait. All right. And dude, edit out when I asked if he sings. No, I'm going to ask him. He might actually. (laughs) I know. He's a father girl like me. He's a dad girl. Dad girl. He's got four daughters. Dude, I'm so. My my kids make me so happy. It was so much. so fun the other day. Man, dude, Angelina really did great. I like it. She loves it, right? Yeah, she enjoys it. She enjoys it. How many days a week does she train? Uh, oh, she's there all. They're all there right now. My girls are homeschooled. They were just there right now because my wife was sparring. They were doing their homework. I mean, their schoolwork. But uh, she's at the school five, sometimes six days a week. Six days a week. It's crazy. Because she doesn't do dance now. So all she uh. does is there's days she does uh, like two hours wrestling, then Muay Thai or or, or an hour, three hours of wrestling, or Muay Thai, two hours jujitsu. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's getting all the ranges in, and uh, it's great. You know, she's not even she's still fourteen, so it's wild. Is it hard to get someone to do schoolwork with their homeschooled? Like, how do you know what to tell them to do? Like, I would have no idea. Oh, you buy there's these programs you could buy. Like oh, okay. So it's part of a course, and so you know it's not that cheap, but I feel it's worth it. And yeah. my wife, you know, because, you know, it might work, you know, she helps out at the school, obviously. But, uh, you know, besides that, she's a stay-at-home mom, so she's able to help them. So right, that's right. Good. Got that going for me, you know. It's yeah. not me, but the kids will grow up to be morons. I'm not teaching them. <laughs> Let's get okay. Jack. He's bringing him in now. Yeah, I guess they had like a little uh, connection issue or whatever. But Jack does a podcast, so I bet his connection is pretty good.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I w- can anybody watch his old show, his old reality show? Or is that around anyway? Yeah, you can buy the Osbournes. Yeah. Let's ask him. Sure. Hey, hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Jack, I was Good. just asking, before we get into what you're doing now, your old reality show that I, I watched back in the day, where could people get that or buy that or watch that? You can't. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, My bad. You can find, find, like, bootleg copies on YouTube and shit, but... um. We are going to, we're going to release it on our own platform. So with the whole podcast thing, we started up and all that. So when you subscribe, you get access to all the old content and shit like that. So, yeah. oh, I'm so dumb. I told Matt like, yeah, you can just buy it. But the, the actual, the, the reality show uh, will be available uh, from you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever like, uh, do you ever like, uh, I mean, I know you don't like when you're living life, you don't pause and think, but. Do you ever think like why you guys like you changed reality like uh, television like the Osbournes really set a pattern that everybody else followed and you guys did it so much differently uh, than it had been done and better than it's been done since. Do you ever like realize how influential you guys were culturally? Yeah, kind of. It's more kind of like what what I think about is like is how different. What what always strikes me is how different TV is now versus then how media was now this is I never really think about like oh well you know these half of these shows wouldn't exist if it wasn't for us because it's that's just too much less uh, ego that's bullshit you know and someone would have done it eventually I just think it was we were the you know my dad was the first you know celebrity rock star whatever to to just be like all right let's try this experiment um, yeah. And you, uh, it, it's funny how like you have kind of grown into such a different person when, when you were young people thought oh, he's just goofy kid. And then you grow up and, uh, you're training martial arts for kids. Like you just, you're just a regular dude. It's really, uh, you, you have to be happy with how things have turned out for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd like to be richer, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, that would be <laughs> really love- nice. Jim, I'd love a private plane. <laughs> I don't. I don't like flying private. Uh, it's, first of all, it, it's it's too expensive. But I find the planes are too small. They freak me out. Really? You yeah, like it, huh? But I, I just, I fucking dude. I just, especially post COVID, flying. I just, I just hate flying now. I'm just, I'm always just like, it's gonna. Is this the plane? It's gonna go down on. I secretly want to be on a plane where the, you know, it all kicks off. How many oh, yeah. stars? You ever think about that, like from like the rock bands to back in the day to to who was I just thinking about that was in a a, a plane crash? Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Um, Stevie Ray Bopper, Rich. Who else? Stevie Ray Vaughan. He died in a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, I was thinking about the La Bamba when they took out like yeah, six Richie Valens. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then he was on it with the Big Popper. Yeah, it was a bunch of them. Yeah, Buddy I mean, Holly. Yeah. So you think about those little planes, you know? You think, oh, I finally made. I got a little plane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny we're talking about plane. <laughs> By the way, congrats on the. I, I love that your family is doing the podcast. Um, I watched the clips. They're just. It, it's so you guys. Like it's so real and honest. And it, it, there's just no no bullshit with your family. It really is. You just kind of interact the way you interact uh, in real life. And I think that's why people take to it so much. Thanks. What's it called? So we it's know. just we do the Os- we do the Osborne's podcast, and then I have my own podcast called Ghosts and Grit. 
Um, and then uh, my dad's got his podcast, which is going to come out, I think, in January. Wait, um, what's what's that? Ghost and Grit, though. I want no Ghost and Grit. That's you? Yeah, yeah. So Ghost and Grit, it's uh, I, you know, I just have guests come on. I interview them. We talk kind of, you know, we talk tough shit, you know, that they've gone through in their life. And we talk paranormal. So it's kind of, uh, you know, it's fun. It's really cool. Is your dad doing it with Billy Morrison? Are they doing? Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, Billy's great. Yeah, he's doing it with Billy, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not a XM serious XM thing. It's just we're gonna put it on you know his YouTube channel, and you know, so yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's really it's really funny, and they're they're only short like 35, 40 minute podcasts, but they're they're hilarious. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, uh, he's just he's always fucking funny i mean he's just he, he's really is like bill ward said that about him years ago he's like ozzy could have been a fucking comedian and he really it was a terrible bill ward impression but you knew who i meant uh but he is a very funny dude and i think what kind of like i said the fact that your family just lets people see you as you are um and and you don't try to socially message you just your old messages this is who we are and kind of take yeah. us or leave us yeah i mean it's it's funny we uh i we a good friend of mine is is friends with uh this congresswoman uh, named Vic Victoria Sparks, and we 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 had lunch with her on Saturday, and she was asking, she's like, oh, you know, how come you guys never, you know, Ozzy, how come you never got political, or you never do anything, you know, you never, you're not one of these people that gets on the soapbox, and he, you know, my dad says, he's like, people just want to be entertained, like, I don't, what, why should my political opinion matter? Like, it's, and I think that gets so lost now in this day and age with like getting you know i think celebrity feels like they have to be so opinionated on everything and it's like who the, who the fuck cares about who you're voting for and my dad's always taken that stance because for as many people you're going to be like yeah right on you're going to turn just as many people off is it hard to avoid that trap like have you ever like you know we all are tempted i'm sure just to, to say things when people ask us have you ever almost fell into it or, or are you always hyper aware of it I'm always pretty hyper aware of it, uh, you know, I, because I, uh, I mean, I don't, my, my belief is like, there's no, there's no one, <laughs> there's no one in that cesspit of a capital that really represents me. I'm like in a weird spot. Like, and so I, I just keep my mouth shut because I don't really, you know, I don't really hang my hat up on any hook. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it is. It's difficult to feel connected to anybody. Yeah. No matter what you say, you lose half the people. Yeah. Um, your podcast now, are, are you interviewing, uh, is it celebrities or is it just people from regular it's, existence? It's known people. You know, we've had, I've had people that I do ghost hunting shows with on. I've had, you know, a bunch of, we had Dr. Drew. Uh, I had Cyborg. She came on um so it's uh you know we've uh we, we kind of run the gambit do you still train i do actually today's a big day for me i just got promoted to purple belt today oh, oh congratulations yeah. very nice halfway to jedi that is that's wow, serious yeah. man. purple a lot of guys have the blue they go hey look that purple is gonna be a long way off i'm out you know what i mean yeah so that's wild man purple belt's a legit belt yeah know? Or just uh, one month shy of four years, so it's you know it's uh, it's just, legit. Yeah, yeah. Con congratulations! Uh, pretty, I have one yeah. stripe on a white belt, and I felt like I was doing something. But it's very addicting. How often do you train? Three to four days a week, just to, kind of depends on schedule. Do you do class or private? Uh, I do. I do like two private and two. Try and do two classes, or you know, one of the open mat, you know, guides. So yeah, it's nice. Man. What, what school yeah. do you go to? I go to street sports. It's uh, my my coach is Crystal Syndro. He's um, he was uh, Hernan, uh, who kind of came over here with you know Machados and Gracies. He grew up with all those guys. So he uh, yeah, Chris is like his first black belt. So yeah, Chris is the man. He's been doing it. He's been a black belt for like nearly twenty years now. So wild, yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. That's great, man. Listen, it's so much fun. It's the oh, only way. Best. It's the best way to stay in shape, and you yeah. you stay dangerous. It's just so it's it's you get a workout at the same time. So yeah. I'm so happy Jimmy found it now. You know, I really am. Dad, how long you Jimmy, how long you been uh how long you been training? Six for months. Now? I uh, six months. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I really like it. And I, we were talking before you came on, it's the most exhausting thing I've ever done. Like pushing a guy's body off of you is like or or, or reversing somebody is just 
tiring. But don't you feel like, hey, if I get if I get my ass kicked in a movie theater now, it's not going to be as bad as it would have been before I started. That's how I look at it. Totally. A hundred percent. You're like, okay, at least, you know, at least when someone whips out that phone, you know, there might even, even if it was just for a second, it'll, I'll, I'll look, you know, if I could just post a frame and get my hips out. Least, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> How about uh, Muay Thai? Are you still doing Muay Thai? You did a camp, no, right? Yeah, no, I did. I did Muay Thai for like four years on and off. And then I just, I hate getting punched in the face. I fucking hate it. Yeah. So I was like, all right. You know, and then I, I didn't do anything for years. And then, you know, four years ago, stumbled into getting you know going into jujitsu and it's honestly like i say to all my friends it's the best thing i've done for myself in my adult life and it's and you can't and and it's one of those things where you just have to be ready for it and my you know my best friend he's a he's been training for 18 years and and he was like come on you got to do it you got to do it and i just wasn't ready you know and you and it's one of those things kind of like getting sober like when you're ready you're ready that's right jiu-jitsu is the same thing it's like when it calls to you and it's it lines up correctly then it then usually it sticks but if you force it it's just never gonna it just doesn't at least for me it just it was never gonna work and what's very nice what's great about it is also is you know as a guy that used to fight professionally you you don't you don't do any more damage to you It, it helped the more you train you'll feel a little sore the next day maybe get a little mad burn once in a while, maybe a ringworm, you throw some uh, lamisil on that shit. That's the worst you get. You know, yeah. a little glee burn. You know, I haven't sparred one, legit sparring, I haven't sparred one round since I retired fighting. I can't <laughs> afford to lose any more brain cells. I mean, I'm not sober, Jack. I'm only fucking around. But, uh, <laughs> no, but my point is, uh, I don't want to get hit anymore. It wasn't fun for me. I got short arms. I got my title, my fists. I retired that shit. I stay dangerous and I get, I feel I get smarter by doing jujitsu. Yeah. Well, stay dangerous, Jimmy. You're a fucking, don't make that face, Jimmy, in front of Jack. I'm enjoying you. I, I here's what I thought when I realized when you're doing it, yes. you really don't concentrate on anything, but what's right in front of you. Like it, it's the most focused thing I've ever done. Like there's nothing. Cause my mind goes everywhere. But when, again, somebody's trying to, I mean, they're letting you kind of choke down. I, I, you know, a guy who's a blue belt is helping me. All you're thinking about is this guy and what I have to do to grab his gi or how do I get my arm around his neck. Like, there's nothing else that matters other than, like, the immediacy of what's in front of you. Sure. Yeah. It, it's, it is, it's meditation. Yes. It's, really, it's like meditation therapy, therapy with, with movement and, you know, and some attempted murder. <laughs> yes. That's What's the hardest thing in jujitsu for you? What, is there one that was the hardest? What hardest, man? Like for what? me, what's what I struggle with is left and right. Like if I'm going for a triangle, remembering which leg to go for. If his left arm is through, like fucking up. We're going for a kimura. Which one do I grab their arm with? And like, it's just the coordination of left yeah. and right is is harder for me. Yeah. Well, and I think I honestly, I think that's why. Uh, promotions in jujitsu take so long is because it's not like you can know this stuff, but once it becomes instinct, that's when it, that's when it's effective. When you have to think about it, it's you're too late when it just becomes like, Hey, this is, I know I, because of the repetition and the hours on the mat, like I know what to do instinctually versus my mind getting in the way. And I think that's, that's for me, what I've noticed so much from, from blue to now purple is like, I'm doing things, that I'm not even thinking about. When someone's, I guarantee you, Jack, when you're, someone's mounted on you, you're not pushing them. You're rolling your elbow. It'll be, you're going to forget how to get out the wrong way. It won't happen. Like someone's mounted on me. The last thing I'm going to do is look to bench press them. It's just going to be instinct, you know? And when like, I mean, it just becomes just, you become so comfortable in bad situations yeah. because you work yourself out for people really trying to control you and strangle you that it yeah. becomes, it really becomes second nature and it becomes like a superpower. Yeah. It's it funny. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's funny. And I, and you do that. I don't know, uh, Jim, I don't know if you're doing this yet, but like when you're, when you living life, walking around, you're constantly like, oh, I wonder, you wonder if I could say, like you're constantly sizing people up. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and it's like, and I, do, I, I do it in the gym. I do it around you. And it's not like sizing up to be like, oh, I'm going to fuck that guy up. I always go like, I wonder how I want, you know, just different body types. Like, I wonder how that that role would work. Yeah, I look at collars a lot. Yeah. Like, I, you know, if a guy's wearing a collar, would I be able to grab it? 
Um, would I be able to single leg? Would I be able to take them down? Like you do think of that every person uh, you pass, you're like, could this guy fuck me up or would I be able to handle myself? And, and the funny thing is people that don't do this have, it just, it's not a thing in their way. And so it's fun. Like I always love, you know, connecting with jujitsu folk because it's like, we, we speak the same language. We get it. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Like these are my people now. Yeah. And there's also, I've noticed in the gym I, I go to that there's none of them are dicks. Like, I mean, I'm sure there are, but I haven't encountered any, like everybody there is friendly, willing to help yeah. you. Uh, I guess because they're all so good. There's nothing to prove to some dumb fucking white belt. Like what, what, so what you can strangle me, who cares? They're all so helpful and all willing yeah. to, uh, uh, to work with you. I've noticed that the egos are way less than I would have thought. Fully. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, my, that's my thing. It's like, I, when I roll with white belts the whole time, I'm, I'm talking to them. I'm like, okay, do this, do that. Move your hips frame. Like that's all, like the whole, cause that's the only way that's, that's the way I learned. And I think that's the only way you can learn. Cause it's like in the moment, like I need pointers. Yeah. Do you want know my biggest fear is that I'm going to hurt somebody not knowing what I'm doing. Like a guy is going to be generous. A blue belt is going to help me or a purple belt, like just allowing me to do something and I'm going to fuck up and hurt them because I'm, I, I, you know what I mean? Like by not knowing what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just don't want to be that clod that injures somebody. When it comes down to having a good atmosphere and, and you're saying people are really chill in jujitsu to get good in jujitsu, you didn't walk in a black belt. Even if you're a high level wrestler, chances are you go in there, you're getting tapped out a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. So to stay with it, you have to have a certain uh, humility about you and, and you have to have your ego in check somewhat to stick around because you're going to yeah. be tapping. And, you know, that's why you talk a lot of MMA fighters. Most of them are cool because yeah. at one point, especially if they've been around, it's one if they, because, you know, no matter how many asses they kicked, they've gotten their ass kicked before in front of the world. So it yeah. gives you some kind of, hey man, you know, humility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Jim, you know what I did last summer and you, I'm going to get you there this summer. I did the origin emerging camp in Maine. Dude, so Origin, the gi company, you know, the, the company that Jocko's a partner in, okay. um, and they make jujitsu gis, and uh, they're based in Maine, and they do a seven-day summer camp where you train three times a day. It's all amazing, high-level instructors. Hands down, the best freaking time I've ever had. It was wow. amazing. Who runs it? Jocko is one of the one of the instructors there, but they just bring in all this kind of sponsored uh, instructors. So it's it's a lot of like Delaheva black belts and uh, a guy named Dedeco who runs a he's like Dedeco Jiu Jitsu out of Boston. Uh, He was kind of the main one of the main guys there, but it was just the instructing was just phenomenal, and it was so safe, and they had people like patrolling the mats constantly, making sure no one was getting too you know too crazy. It was just such an amazing it was like it was it was like drinking from a fire hose though because you're i mean like i say we trained about six to eight hours a day and it was so awesome wow you loved it what time and, do you get up in the morning for it uh the first i think the first uh first instruction begins at like i think 8 30 or 9 and then you can do like the the, the noon which is the no gi so you do gi no gi gi uh, but it's all what you want to make of it. Like if you want to just train once a day and just hang out at the at the camp during the day and go swim in the lake and whatever, like you can. If you want to, you know, just be a siren grinder, then you can. It's uh, it's yeah. You should do it, Jim. Maybe I will this year. Yeah. Um, when is it? In the summer? Yeah, yeah. It's in August. It's only it's Maine. It's easy. Look at that. That would be great, Jimmy. Yeah, it would be uh, fun. Great story for the for your show too. That's, yeah. that's a life experience, Jimmy. Hey, Jack, I want to, before our show is any, I want to promote possibly, uh, prob- probably all your stuff. Um, the podcast you're doing with yourself, uh, Ghosts and Grit, it's called? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and that, wh- how long does that, does that come out and where can people just get it where they get podcasts? It, it drops every Friday on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, uh, you know, wherever you get spot- um, uh, podcasts. And uh, then the Osborne's podcast comes out every Tuesday. And that's with the whole family and it's just usually just us when someone's out of town, we'll bring in like a, a guest to, to fill in the seat. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm really, I've just been loving doing the podcast YouTube thing. It's so like freeing. It's like, Oh, wait a second. Like I don't need to rely on these giant networks. Right. And it's like, it's amazing. That's everything now with these podcasts and uh, the world, the, the, 
everything's so different. The um, entertainment. Um, yeah. World. In other yeah. words, like who watches the? I don't. This I don't scroll through channels. I stream and I, I watch everything through either a service or I'm watching YouTube or I'm watching podcasts. I mean, I'm. There's no longer. When's the last time you had to sit through a commercial for anything? I don't know it's a different and and a lot of stuff like you're saying these podcasts it's all you like you said you don't got to rely on anybody so yeah. crazy that's it, nice I, I like it a lot and the most telling thing for me is you know my dad he, he turned 75 yesterday he does not watch tv anymore all he does is watch youtube wow yeah yeah because yeah. nothing he likes is on tv anymore he loves a good world war ii documentary yeah and it's uh and he can just it's endless documentaries that he like i mean he's right now really into watching boar hunting videos which i don't know why <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just there so you watch it, it watching you're like this is pretty fucking good <laughs> yeah he's just watching all these wild boars just getting smoked with all different types of guns and whatever and he's all into it i watch that animal stuff all the time i watched this when i was in the bathroom in the middle of the night jimmy sorry for the visual okay. i was watching two elephants trying to get this little baby elephant out of a fucking river creek and it's there the baby it's on its back it's got the fucking nose and they're trying to they're trying to gently get it out of this river creek creek <laughs> sorry guys it wasn't that entertaining but yet i could not i had to see how they got the fucking baby out of there did he live Jack, what it did, did baby out eventually. The okay. mama got in there and used its fucking head. Legend is trying not to gorge it with its big fucking ivory tusks. But anyway, the other day I saw a rhino get fucked up from a elephant. It yeah. killed it. It knocked it down. I don't know if it killed it, but it freaking pierced it. Shit. All right, Jack. <laughs> thanks for. We have to end our show. My wife's going to the airport, so I have to go down. She's leaving here in uh, nine minutes. I have okay. to take my, uh, which is a, just a fucking, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm really, I have the house to myself for a week. So, you know, that's, my, how, that's how you know you love someone if you're willing to drive them to the airport. Oh, that's, no, no. I'm, I'm taking her down to the car and I'm lining oh, up porn. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well you're, well, you're a shit person, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I'm, I'm happy for you, Jack. Congrats on the podcast and the stuff I've Thank seen with, with, with the, uh, with the family, the clips are just predictably hilarious, obviously. Um, always funny, you know, they're going to be funny and they are, and they're just interesting. And, uh, I love you guys. I, I love how open and honest you are. And, uh, I'm going to check your podcast out too. I'm happy you're doing something on your own. Thanks, if Jack. in Long Island, bring your yeah. gear, brother. I'm next time I come to the city, I'll bring my gear and I'll make the trek out there. Excellent, bro. Yeah, right. that'll be great. Jack, Take I'll care. talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Have a good one. guys. Yeah, All right, thanks, pal. Take care. And Matt, thank you. Yeah, I do have to run my wife downstairs, but uh, I will talk to you Wednesday. I can't wait, Jimmy. Take care, brother. Thanks, buddy. Bye, everyone. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.